This is Candid Conversations with Dr. Mayfield, a podcast that resources families and friends with tools to have important conversations about mental and emotional health. This show is sponsored by Mayfield Counseling Centers, helping you find clarity, hope, and purpose. Here's your host, Trevor Sheeran. Thank you for joining us again on Canon Conversations. I'm Trevor, and I'm joined by Dr. Mayfield himself. 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 I'm, I'm here. You are this here, and as far as I've been able to tell today, you are yourself. That's good. <laughs> I'm glad. Sometimes I wonder. Uh, last week, we talked about our first set of core longings, which are love and safety. Mm-hmm. And today, we will be talking about acceptance and understanding the second set of core longings. Highly suggest that you go back and listen to last week's episode if you haven't yet. Uh, but either way, I think that this will be a really helpful discussion for you. Well, it's interesting because last week we talked, you know, love and safety, it's a little bit easier maybe to kind of understand and parse out those things. Sure. But uh, as I've been preparing for today's uh, acceptance and understanding, uh, there's so many different meanings around totally. that, uh, which I think could be good, also can be frustrating. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, we talked about how the the definition of safety or what fulfilled it was different for your wife than it was for you. Right. And I think it's more so true with acceptance and understanding uh, because, you know, for I, I love the video on YouTube of it's not about the name. Uh, and and for me, that right. speaks to being understood rather than being fixed. However, for my wife, she feels sometimes more understood if I can offer a solution. Mm. Uh, whereas for me, it's very much the opposite. Just listen. And, and so it can be drastically different. And I think it even goes deeper than you just, you heard me. It goes to the point of not only did I hear you, but I hear what you're not saying. And I understand the context of our relationship and what I know about you and putting all that together, I can empathize with where you're coming from right. and see what's going on. Right. And I think... So I think maybe uh, and this is where I just went. It's funny how that happens. Uh, but I just went back to middle school for a second. Mm-hmm. Like I need some therapy now. Uh, but Are you regressing. Yeah, I'm regressing. Oh my gosh, this is freaking me out here. <laughs> but think about uh, what acceptance and understanding meant for you in middle school versus what it meant for you now, right? And you know, and you're in your 20s. I'm in my 30s. So you know, you've got. 10 years I've got 20 years but still it's it's if you think about acceptance in middle school it was um, it's all about girls for me okay <laughs> all about girls for you I mean for me it was trying to to connect and to yeah. relate like I was a pretty shy not so much sheltered I think in some ways I sheltered myself but it was you know a pretty shy reserved kid that really desired to be accepted yeah and so, I mean, some of the things I'd create, like I, like we weren't allowed to drink much soda growing up. And so, um, you know, a kid would say something about their favorite soda being Mountain Dew. And I'm like, oh, me too. Mm. And like, I never had it, but I like it. Yeah. You know, and it's the, the deep desire to go, am I in? Do, right. do I do I fit in? You know. Um, well, and if you look at Erickson's stages of development, he talks a lot about how that stage of your life is very much about a being accepted right. into a, a group and how it's beneficial for us to go through that because we're learning how to 
be part of the norm of society rather than right. uh, isolated. Well, you think about some of the things that you, you may, I even agreed to when I was in high school and mm. middle school that I wouldn't have probably, but just because I wanted to be accepted. Yeah. Well, and you had a, an undeveloped frontal lobe well, too, which I think makes a big difference. Big difference. Kids are kids are easily uh, malleable. Well, the funny uh, thing is, is you're on the you're on the right side of the brain development because eh. because of your because well, your generation is not part of the i generation you know the iphone generation yeah uh so you you're fully developed as well well i don't know because when i was in high school they said 21 right was fully developed frontal lobe and then i turned 20 and they said 23 i turned 22 and 25 and they said 25 and now i'm 26 and i think they're saying closer to 30 so i, I probably won't ever yeah, catch well, up but here's the thing you don't do drugs right you're not smoking pot or doing all kind you know so i think i think you're good <laughs> But 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 you're right. I think it's it's that defi- the definition of acceptance and understanding changed throughout yeah. throughout our lifespan. Um, and so I'm gonna put you on the spot for a minute. But what does it look like for you now? Yeah. And I'll I'll, I'll answer that as well. But yeah, I think right now specifically with acceptance, it is primarily my wife, and then my family, uh, and as well as like two close friends, Chris Jordan and Peter Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, Like if those people accept me in the way that when I come to them, they they want to be around me. They have uh, affection and and enjoy having me around and I enjoy having them. Uh, And when I come up with ideas of like, hey, we should do this, it's. It's at least thought about and considered. Not dismissed. Not yeah. dismissed right. and, and run over. I think understanding is if I go to my wife and I say, babe, I just, I am really suffering from syllabus shock right now. And I am falling. Which is true. Yeah. And I am falling apart. And to hear her reflect back to me what I'm saying and say, you do this every semester. And last week you were telling me that you didn't feel like your life had any purpose because you didn't have any school. And now you're complaining about being too busy. And, and and even though it's humorous and a little bit controversial, hearing that from her is very much like, I know you, Trevor. Right. I know what's going on that you're not saying. And I can show you the greater context of where you are in this mm-hmm. moment. I think those are two places that right now have satisfied the core longings of acceptance and understanding. No, I like that. Yeah, as I'm thinking about that too, so I'm, you know, almost 12 years older. Mm-hmm. And so kind of it's a little bit different for me. I think, it, you know, I can relate to where you're at now and where I was at because I was in my master's program, same time, at same age and that kind of stuff, right? So... Um, but for me, I think acceptance is more internal. Mm. Like I'm, I've been thinking about this a little bit in preparation going, I think for me, it's, am I just okay with myself? Am I mm. okay with the decisions I'm making? Am I okay with life if it doesn't turn out the way that I've hoped it would? Am yeah. I okay with uh, those kind of things? But I think also too, you know, uh, my, my marriage is, is absolutely fantastic, you know, and, and we've worked really hard at that. Uh, and I think that's a part of it. Um, but we're kind of in that, uh, not autopilot, because we still work at pretty hard at it but it's it's that we've hit our stride mm-hmm. uh, with I talked to Peter or not Peter but Adam Smith the other day about marriage being hard mm-hmm. and I came up with the metaphor of it, it's hard the same way that gravity exists mm-hmm. where it's always there and sometimes we think about it more than others and sometimes it really prevents us from doing things sure. that we wish we could um, but ultimately like I think I think it's not as as like trying 
no. at in in the majority. Like right. there are absolutely there times. Are times. Sure, uh, but I, I think that's that's what I hear you saying. Yeah, I wanted to share that metaphor. No, that's a good metaphor. Out of it, that's good. I like <laughs> it. Well, I think that too, and I think I've got, you know, uh, I think back when I was in my twenties, I just deeply desired to have multiple friends, mm. and I think now we've got, you know, three or four couple friends and, and just individual friends that were, you know, that's, if that yep. expands more than that, great, and if it doesn't, you know, yep. pretty okay with that. Um, but I'm also, you know, introvert, and especially in this job, you know, mm-hmm. being, being home and I just don't want to talk to people. Nothing anymore. is so wonderful. <laughs> so I think that for acceptance, that's you know, and and it's funny because I'm thinking, you know, going back to the middle school piece, like right now, if somebody's like, uh, you know, I like this, this, and this, and I'm like, oh, great, good for you. Mm-hmm. I don't. Right. Right. And and if you don't like me because of it. Yeah, fine. <laughs> when I think That's a huge weird. part that I'm I'm recognizing as you're saying that is with acceptance and understanding, it is really important that we know who we need that from. Yes, because yeah, the, it's been said by a hundred different people, but I really like the idea that Eleanor Roosevelt says it of you'll stop caring about how what people think of you when you realize how little they'd actually do. Right, or and, mean. and yeah. when I'm walking around this the you know king supers or something like being able to recognize in myself like nobody here knows me and nobody here really matters to my life right now and i may never see these people ever again and so it doesn't matter what they think about me and also they probably aren't thinking about me <laughs> right so we've given them way too much credence well i think about that too with with people that i'm working with in, in sessions is you know they bring these things up so and so so and so and i'm like how much power are they having over you right. i wonder how much they actually really are thinking about you and i worked with you know probably a couple of years ago a client that was just i mean this individual just started bawling in my office going you're right i've never thought about it that yeah. way that i've given this person so much power yeah uh, because i'm wanting them to accept me and they're probably not even giving me the time of day yeah and i think sometimes we we get caught up in in a situation where we go to a place, we say something, the person gives us a look and we take it as you're an idiot. And what's really happening is there's some, what we call transference happening where it's not necessarily that they're feeling like we're stupid. It's us feeling like we're stupid Mm -hmm. and putting that on another person. And if our core longings are fulfilled, mm. we we then don't have anything to project onto the other person. Right. And so they can give us that look and we can be like, I wonder what was going on with them right. that they Make gave that them. look. Or yeah. we can have an understanding of like, yeah, that probably was a dumb question. Like, I wonder why I thought that rather than I'm a miserable person because right. this person gave me that look. And, and so I think that speaks to like why these core longings are important because it paints the way that we see the world. I agree. You know, I'm thinking about understanding too now. Uh, I think back in the day it was, you know, hear me and then tell me I'm going to be okay. Right. Which sounds really nice. <laughs> sounds, sounds really nice. Sounds like a Nicholas Sparks movie or something like that. You know, the notebook or whatever. Uh, sorry if I offended anybody because my wife likes that movie um, and I'll watch it with her. That's how I want to go out. I'll leave it. I want to go out. That sounds good. Um, but for me, understanding has been really interesting. And, and I think for me, understanding has been, um, I'll just use our marriage, letting her know what I need in those moments. Mm. You know, and, and then um, I think it's, so it's, it's speaking the need. But like for, you know, I'm going through a rough time or I'm freaking out or my anxiety is peaking and she just comes up and she goes, you know, I'm sorry. Mm. It's got to really suck. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it does. Thank you. Yeah. And 
you know, and then one thing that she does really good, and I think we do together, is is there anything you need, mm-hmm. right? Instead of assuming I need to be fixed, or so no, I just need a hug, or I need you to to sit with me right now, or um, you know, but even even one step beyond, and I think this is something that we've really gotten good at in our marriage is. Um, Okay, I noticed. I saw Sarah the other day. She's, or, you know, this morning, and and she just had a rough night, or mm-hmm. rough, you know, didn't sleep well. The girls were up, or whatever. And I know what makes her feel seen, mm-hmm. and so I'm going to bring that home. Mm-hmm. Whether it be uh, a favorite dessert, some flowers, a favorite movie, a book, you know, or something like that. And so it's anticipating that need. Uh, is is I think a really beautiful way to be understood. Yeah, and we talk about that aspect in our gift giving episode yeah. mm-hmm. as well. Of, it's funny how these all intertwine, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like it's all part of one big growth process or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, what? So we did this last week as well, and and it's probably the same this probably. week. But what can we do this week leading up to next week's conversation about the next two core longings that can help us understand where we are with acceptance and understanding? Well, I think you and I have not said this, but I think we've alluded to this, is asking yourself the question, am I comfortable in my own skin? Mm. You know, I mean... You think about there's always going to be something that you're not comfortable with. Sure. You know, uh, whether it be a feature or a, a size or whatever, um, you know, and so how do we become comfortable in our own skin, I think, is a big deal so that we're not transferring those things on like you talked about yeah. to other people. Um, I think for acceptance, though, it's like, do we accept ourselves? Yeah. Like, what does that look like? That's a big existential question, but it's this idea of, am I okay with me? The good, the bad, the ugly, the rough edges, the whatever. And and then I think for understanding is, um, what do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. For me, like you and I had similar but different definitions of that. For me, it was like, just recognize that... <laughs> I'm not okay, and, and, and share with me that that sucks. Mm-hmm. And offer a question. Do you want me to fix it? Do you want me to sit here? Do you, mm-hmm. you know, instead of assuming. Uh, for, I know, that's, that's the kind of what I'm thinking of. But I also think, too, of just taking stock of, um, of those pros and cons, too. I yeah. think that would be good. Well, and I'm thinking about we're starting a new show at Mayfield Counseling Centers called The Monday Minute that I hope that you'll subscribe to. Yes. Uh, social media, our Facebook page, and uh, the YouTube channel, Mayfield Counseling Centers. But this idea of just being mindfully present with ourselves hmm. and acknowledging in this very moment, I am who I am and everything that has happened to me has happened. And it's kind of this DBT style, like radical acceptance, like it is what it is and I can't change it. And right now is just right now. Like it is. And and to ground ourselves in this very moment that we're in and accept that it's all done. Like everything, mm-hmm. everything has happened. Everything uh, has made us what we are at this moment. And now we can move forward. And as we move forward, we kind of get this. Um, I mean, it, it brings us into connection more, but also gives us a little bit of distance from ourselves where we can say, 
okay, yeah, I can't change the fact that this happened when I was a little kid or the fact that I did this this morning or that this habit is formed in me or whatever it is. But being able to say from this moment on, and I, and I really I love the movie um, The Greatest Showman yes. and, and the idea of like from now on, right. that song has so much power of like from now on, I'm not going to deal with like right. that shame of whatever. I'm going to accept where I am right now. Right. And I'm going to move forward. Without judgment. I think it's beautiful. I like that song. I think watch the movie again. I love that. I like it's one of our girls. That our and uh, This Is Me. This Is Me. Oh, yeah. Man. Good counseling songs. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right? uh, I could just have that lo- on repeat. Lo- do logo therapy with that one. Oh, um, but I, li- I like that. And I think but that's the question I think that our listeners are going to ask is how do we do that? Mm. And I think not to to repeat ourselves but this is where a third party really comes in you know whether it be a a good friend uh, a faith leader or a a, a mentor or a counselor um, and you can even go to a counselor and say hey I just want one session where I can learn some mindfulness skills to bring me into the present right which is what we've been pushing for so long is just mental health checkups right Uh, we don't know what we don't know until we know it and and a lot of times it's happening to a third party you know and Mayfield Counseling does can do mental health checkups where Mm -hmm. we do an 90 minute session and we do some some tests and just kind of gauge where you're at and then we might say hey you know your anxiety is a little high you know maybe you need to come back in for a couple sessions versus hey you're doing great and here's some tools and we'll see you in in three months or whatever here's a few books you could read or some videos that you could watch or like I think that we put a really uh, heavy weight on counseling being a long process like the Freudian style like I have to do it for 10 years I mean it can be Mm mm-hmm and it, but it, but for the right reasons, not because right. you're mentally ill. And I hate that term, mentally ill. I think mental health, mental wellness are things that we look at because it's a positive thing of going, what can I do to increase and improve those things in my life? Uh, I think when we stay stuck in a mental illness framework, it's medical model, it's mm-hmm. it's uh, prescriptive, it's it can be a slippery slope. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's what can we do to increase our wellness? Yeah. And if we do that, then we're going to be a pretty right. Uh, well, and even if on. we think of it like a haircut, right. of one of the reasons that we get haircuts is to make sure that our hair is healthy because you know it grows out, the ends split, whatever. Uh, wow, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but I think if we think about mental health that way, we're constantly changing and growing as people, or we're stagnated. Either one needs something to come in and give us a slight adjustment, even if it's you know five inches, then it's five inches and we're going from long hair to short hair or it can be you know the very slightest change that just gets rid of those those edges those corners that need some adjustment and help us to feel better about where we are and the health of our hair and our hearts and our minds I think that's a really um, it lowers the threshold of what counseling has to be Mm. uh, where now it's like oh yeah I'm I could probably use a haircut right I'm not crazy I hate that term yeah I'm just struggling right and I need some support and sometimes if you don't get a haircut you can look crazy Mm. Mm. (laughs) sit with that for a second (laughs) well I hope that you are learning as we are I love talking about this kind of stuff I'm learning as we talk about it uh, or just reminiscing as we talk about it uh, reminding myself of things that I need to think about so join us next week for the last two Mm -hmm. Um, and then uh, if you have any questions let us know we'll catch you next time thank you for joining Candid Conversations 
If you would like more information, you can email candid at mayfieldcounseling.com or call 719-452-4803.